0: Happens with Ayanda Ali Payne. Life Happens with Ayanda Ali Payne. Weekdays, 1 to 3 p.m.
1: Six minutes after two, just a quick SMS and WhatsApp message. Uh, Monde Katebe saying, People make money out of your ignorance. Of course, quoting Utebo Jodea. That hit home for me too. Hey, I felt that one. It slan uh, me I can tell you. Uh, thanks for an insightful property conversation. Uh, Monde continues to say, uh, Having made a few hiccups in the past, it was encouraging to get some perspective from a professional. Also, some questions that came in after this discussion discussion. Um, Hi, please, uh, when are you coming to Durban? Because wow, I've started investing in uh, student residential uh, areas or accommodation so looking for some tips and tricks there. Uh, in the township the small RDP houses are turned into massive rental flats. Must you register as commercial uh, property for, for size and a, a similar question there saying just want to know do you have to register the property as commercial in the township. All those questions can be directed to Teboho uh, at theboho mafodi.co.za theboho mafodi.co.za or you can go to realestatesa.co.za As we wrap up that particular conversation. Okay. It is now time for us to change tune a little bit and focus on things that are just as important as property hey? the way that you conduct yourself in the outside world and how you're able to achieve and accomplish your dreams has a lot to do with how you're feeling on the inside your balance and your perspective your innermost thoughts so don't neglect those things that are seen as quote soft things Eh, hey? they're very critical it is a monday so no doubt and an eventful one for you, especially if you've been anywhere close to Santon uh, where there's the Alex March taking place there. Um, or maybe even not. Maybe you've just been going through the usual hustle and bustle of daily life. It is quite hectic. Mondays, we kickstart the work week. It can throw us off balance a little bit as we sort of fight our way through traffic and we frantically work to get things done. So it's time now for us to center ourselves, right? Let's take a moment to breathe. Or to Hoosah, as we say here on Life Happens. Today we're reflecting on the art of forgiveness. I know it can be quite an overwhelming topic. I mean, some of us have not quite figured out how to do it or even if we must do it. Um, I've heard it said so many times that if you don't forgive someone uh, for his or her sake, then do it for your own sake. It's like drinking poison, they say, um, and expecting somebody else to die. When you're the one who's congested that poison, it's eating away at your family. Fabric of being, you know, but it's easier said than done, I think. But don't take it from me. We're going to be in conversation with clinical counselor and life and recovery coach Gail Masondo. Just as a way of introduction, she's an international inspirational speaker. And as I said, a life and recovery coach with an emphasis on women in the home, workplace, church and community. She's also a woman of immense talent who is passionate about public service. She was first introduced to us through one of her other talents as a songwriter, producer that was back in the 1990s uh, where she produced an album called A Place of Hope which uh, celebrated the rebirth of South Africa through music that gave melodies to the struggle to freedom or for freedom and of course that project aided in the placement of a new roof for the Regina Mundi Church in Soweto. Uh, She's also done some work with the legendary Quincy Jones but that's not why she's here today. Today she's going to help us to, to forgive if we must, you know, and uh, Auntie Gail, as you more affectionately know, our producer, Vanessa, speaks highly of you. Such a privilege and an honor to be with you today. Thank you for joining us. Thanks, I
2: and uh, we often say my first name is Auntie now, <laughs> my second name is Gail. But yeah, it is a term, I suppose, mm-hmm. of endearment, so I'm
1: grateful to be here mm-hmm. and grateful that Vanessa thought of me. Speak to us a little bit about forgiveness and why it is important, if at all.
2: Well, you know, forgiveness is uh, such a sacred space, and it's not something that we can really kind of conjure up on our own. And when we hear about it, it kind of—particularly if you've been in trauma, um, or if you've been hurt deeply, uh, you have to take a second and kind of step back. And um, you've already stated that it's, if, we, if we don't do it, it's like taking poison and— um, and it's toxic. Unforgiveness. That's what we're talking about. Unforgiveness mm-hmm. is very toxic, not just to your well-being, um, mental well-being or your emotional well-being, but it has uh, effects on your physical well-being. It can change your heart rate. It can cause um, digestive problems. It can cause, of course, mental um, problems that are long term because it's grudge holding, and the body doesn't respond real well to negative emotions, so there is a there's a good thing that comes out of being willing to forgive often we think forgiveness is ignoring or excusing the inappropriate behavior that we've received. And it's not that at all. It's not ignoring what has happened. It's not causing one to be in denial, but it's giving us an opportunity to exhale, to breathe, to be able to say this happened. Now, what am I going to choose? How am I going to choose to respond? And we have a responsibility to take care of ourselves. Forgiveness takes care of me. Not necessarily the other person, the other person can be willing to particularly if they have harmed us, be willing to acknowledge that harm, um, but the most important person in the scenario is me.
1: Mm. It's twelve minutes after two, and we're going to take a bit of a, a spot break, but when we come back, I want to discuss what what I think we can term the forgiveness spectrum, you know how varied are the things that we can forgive, and what's an absolute unforgivable act and also the timelines how quickly one should forgive uh, when we come back we'll uh, take a closer look at those subjects
0: tweet at sfm radio and at ayanda Ali P.
1: The art of forgiveness is what we're talking about in this half hour. I'm joined by clinical counsellor and life and recovery coach, Gail Masondo. Aunt Gail, uh, we were speaking a little bit about, you know, that spectrum um, of what you can and cannot forgive. But I suppose it's easy when we speak about forgiveness, when someone has, I don't know, said something bad about you or somebody has stolen your mm-hmm. scarf, you know. Uh, those are things that, that, that are forgivable. But Then there are deep-seated traumas, life-altering encounters, sexual violation. you know, um, the murder of your loved ones. Are there things that you can say, you know, these are just simply unforgivable and you can't expect people to forgive in this scenario? Or should we be able to forgive all things?
2: I think there's a difference between forgiveness and reconciliation. And that's where we get confused. Um, A lot of the times we say, but if I forgive this person, then that means I have to be reconciled. no. There's a difference in being able to get to the place where you say, I'm willing to forgive this situation, but it doesn't mean I need to go out and have tea. Depending upon the wound, you know, a paper cut, it burns until maybe the end of the day. But if you put your hand through a window and you pull that hand out, there's going to be a need for suturing Mm. because that wound is very, very deep. Um, So we're talking about different types of wounds and the and you mentioned something about the time frame and yes. healing and different wounds take different time frames one of the things we want to get to with the with the the art of forgiveness is I remember but it just doesn't hurt anymore now that does take time to get to that place but I do want to get back to forgiveness versus reconciliation uh-huh. there's some situations that do not call for reconciliation but can we forgive? Yes. Um, I don't have to see you. I don't have to hang with you. I don't have to have tea with you when you have done me harm. There's a difference between harm and hurt. You talked about, you know, if someone takes my scarf that hurt my feelings. But if you have violated me sexually, that's harm.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And, and some things we cannot, the psyche has, cannot get over without spiritual help. And, you know, I need to put on my chaplain's hat now and Mm -hmm. say that, yes, can I forgive? Not by myself. I need assistance in some of these problematic areas. If you have killed my loved one, um, if you have, you know, there there are issues. I'm going through a personal issue myself right now where I'm um, in a place where I need forgiveness. And so and, and in order to really understand the need, I have to acknowledge I've done something wrong. Yeah. Many times uh, the, the perpetrator has not acknowledged the harm and the depth of the harm. Mm. They may be in denial about how deep this harm is. Um, so I can forgive you, but I, because you're in denial about what you did to me, I may not be able to be in relationship with you. So that's why I'm talking about the difference between forgiveness. I can do that. I can be willing to do that. But there's some relationships, some situations um, where reconciliation is inappropriate.
1: Yeah, and we're open to taking calls and messages to that regard. Um, the, uh, the WhatsApp line, should you wish to send us a voice note or maybe a text on WhatsApp, zero six one four one zero four one zero seven. You can also send us an SMS on 40938. Our landline number is 0891104207. We have Sam who sent us an SMS here that is... It's heartbreaking because there are a number of, of issues to which Sam is referring here. There's infidelity, uh, but there's also race relations and and, and and one can sort of understand the, the trauma uh, that Sam is going through. Sam says, my ex cheated on me uh, with a white man. I take it Sam is not a white man. Uh, Sam says, you can cheat on me with any race, but for crying in a bucket, not a white man because of our history. So Sam is dealing with the issue of infidelity here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sam is dealing with issues of our apartheid legacy and the history that we suffer. And many people saying, you know, as a country we forgave people who were not apologetic. So so that's another stance mm. that we can look mm. at. But how would you advise Sam in this particular scenario?
2: You know, the, the, the reality is that Sam has been hurt. Mm. And not only hurt, but um, he has been harmed to the point that trust issues now evolve. Will he be able to trust again? Will he be able to um, give, give love? Um, will he be looking at every other woman as, you know, and he said, for goodness sake, he didn't say for goodness sake, what was his term? Mm, for crying in a bucket. For crying in a bucket. Yeah. I mean, could you could have done this with anyone? Sure. But 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 why of this particular race? But I think it goes deeper in the sense that Sam, um, the reality is that you were left, you were harmed, you were hurt. And you're going to have to decide how long you're going to stay hurt. Um, And you can do that. If you want to stay hurt for the next six months, then let's look at what October, at the end of October, and make a decision that I have been crying in the bucket long enough. Because here's the reality. It hurts because it's a white man, but it would have hurt regardless. Mm -hmm. Yes, you can say, well, you know, it hurts deeper. But hurt at the end of the day is hurt. And you have to make a decision. How long do you want to be hurt? Acknowledge the hurt. Acknowledge the pain. Acknowledge even that this was very unfair. But how long are you going to stay in this space? You have to make a decision. Is it another week? Another two weeks? Another three months? Another six months? Make the decision. And then let's get up because uh, you have a lot to offer if you're feeling this deep you have something to offer.
1: Mm -hmm. I want us to look into how you then implement that decision so if you decide you know what um i'm going to process this hurt for the next three months i will allow myself to grieve and cry and uh, you know look at how wronged i have uh, i've been you know Mm and and then afterwards i want to get over it i'd like to discuss the the practical steps when we come back it's 21 minutes uh, after two and when we return The practicalities of forgiveness.
0: Reason to be cheerful. 1 to 3 p.m. Ayanda Ali Payne on SAFM.
1: So once you've then taken the decision to forgive, how do you action it? When you first see that person who's wronged you, your heart still skips a beat. It's racing. You do start having your palms sweat and you're wondering if you've made such a good decision after all. Have you forgiven? What do you do practically to act out that forgiveness?
2: I think it's really important to for a time and a space um when we're in the process of recovery, we have to change people, places and things. Um, if If you were a very visible couple and you had some of the same friends, it's really interesting when there's a breakup or a divorce, you divide people places and things. Mm. Uh, you know, some friends are still there, some are not. But when you're in the process of healing, once again, I want to say, you have to be the priority. And so you're going to have to change. You're going to have to be careful about where you go. And sometimes we'll say, no, I can go anywhere I want to. Well, you can. But when you're in the process of your heart being healed again and your mind being healed again and you becoming a recovered person, you know, when we go to a hospital to visit someone, um, they're in a ward and there may be 10 other beds in that ward. But all of the patients are not in the same bed. You know, they're separated Mm. and sometimes you have to separate yourself. Just understand I have been hurt, so I don't need to hang around those same pools of water like I used to. You're going to have to find some new pools and you're going to have to be intentional about finding new, new people in your life. We don't make friends overnight, so don't even think about that, but find new hobbies, new people. Um, Men and women, we we respond to hurt very differently. Um, But I'm always suggesting journaling is really important because you're sitting on a lot of pain. And um, people don't necessarily want to be around the moaning and the groaning. And, but the journal will not talk back to you. It will not ask questions. But you can be very honest. And some people, depending on how deep the hurt is, they might need to seek out con- counseling. And counseling doesn't have to be long term. It can just be an opportunity for you in a neutral space to be able to talk about just how hurt you really are. Sometimes that's all we need. It's like, you know, if you have if, if you're nauseated, once you throw up, you feel better.
1: Mm-hmm. And that's the
2: same thing when we're dealing with um, forgiveness. I
1: love the hospital analogy because it, it also speaks of, of, of different phases in oh, that yeah. recovery, right? Oh, because yes. if you've just been to ICU, they'll yes. tell you very few people can come into your ward one or two. You don't at a want, time. Exactly. exactly. We don't want infections and mm-hmm. the like, but that doesn't mean that will be the case forever. Six, seven months down the line you may be able to socialize with everybody freely exactly. again because you've healed. But and 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 healing
2: we do not take seriously enough. Mm. We tell each other, oh, you'll get over it. And so, well, everyone's personality is different. Mm. We have to take that into consideration. But all of us, because we're human and we have feelings, all of us need time to recover. It's very important. We need to stop rolling. Stop rolling to the next thing. Trying to act like everything is okay. When it isn't, we have to acknowledge
1: this hurts. Yeah. And sometimes the hurt you feel now could be, you know, re reaffirming past traumas and hurts like Mm. a a not again situation, whereas somebody can just dust themselves off and move on from something that is similar to yours. But because yours is is like a a wound on top of another wound on top of another one. It's it's much harder for you to just, you know, shake it off.
2: But, you know, I under the the, we don't shake off hurts and harm. Mm. We act like we do. And that's what, you know, when we're looking at road, road rage um, or, or suicide deaths, um, we're looking at things that have not been settled. They're unresolved issues. And because we wear masks and we wear them so well, uh, forgiveness, again, I just want to reiterate to Sam and whoever else is listening, forgiveness is not excusing nor ignoring inappropriate behavior. It is not ignoring the hurt. It is not ignoring the harm. Forgiveness is really self-care.
1: Mm. We have two voice notes uh, that came to us via WhatsApp. Let's dip into those two. There's also a text that I'd like to read, and we're going to quickly try and close this, uh, this conversation. I know there's so much to be said about forgiveness, but let's quickly hear um, uh, some extra contribution. Um, the first post note.
3: Greetings, this is Chabuchilwani in Mkondo. About the forgiveness story, there is this uh, statement that people used to throw around of saying you need to forgive and then forget. I have found that in reality you can forgive, yes, but forget, no, it is not practical. We forgive people, but I have found out that I, I, I cannot forget. I, I still do remember even now an incident that happened in 1982 while I was four years old. I have forgiven the person, but I still do remember. So we need to be realistic and say, yes, we can forgive, but we cannot forget because that will be poor memory. Only God can forgive and forget. And he's able to do that because it's God. Thank you.
0: Okay. Hi um, there. You know, I I just want to comment about forgiveness. You know, um, um, the topic that we are discussing now, that uh, the the disadvantage of or the problem of hanging around with your perpetrator or your offender after you have forgiven them it's every time when they succeed in life you know or if we are using a spiritual matter if they are blessed you know buying a new car having beautiful kids being successful in life is that every time you see them succeeding in life you will be hurt so so i always advise people to say you know what uh, when you forgive people, keep a distance. No matter what they they've done to you, keep a distance from them. It really helps you to heal because sometimes we forgive before we are we are healed. You know, it's not easy to to be healed. At the same time, uh, and and at the same at the same time, we are in the process of forgiving. It takes time to heal. It takes time to forget. But to forgive, it must not take time. But you must keep a distance from such people so that you can you can have a time to heal. Because when they are succeeding in life, it will hurt a very bad. Not only succeeding, it is also so painful to see your perpetrator or your offender going down in life when everything is not going well. You know, so 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 it is it is very wise to keep a distance for in, in such situations. You are talking to Rendani from Johannesburg.
1: Rendani thank you so much for that voice note. Yeah, I know we were smiling and nodding our heads and some uh, some of the comments that you had to say and Jabu also thank you so much for your contribution. Um Jabu and um Rendani speak on things that we we can understand, you know. Rendani says sometimes we forgive but we have not healed. Maybe keep a distance and you know we do check up on them. Let's be honest, you, you go to their Facebook pages and see what they're up oh, to on their social media. I know. <laughs>
2: That's so it keeps you stuck
3: um, when you
2: are and sometimes uh, this timeline of giving ourselves grace um, and I what the first gentleman talked about the forgiving forget yeah, yeah the, um, that's uh, he's he's uh, correct in some ways that that's why it is it is God that gives us the ability um, to remember but not hurt anymore Mm -hmm. Some things we don't need to forget or we'll find ourselves back down some path. We have no business going down with people we should not. But the forgiveness thing, again, I just really want to reiterate, it is self-care. Release, let go, and trust God. Mm. let go and trust the healing process and give ourselves time to heal and
1: Look, recover i think also forgiving ourselves is very important oh, very. we have to forgive ourselves mm. for running over the news i'm terrible i'm really really sorry we've run over but uh, when we come back if you'll stay for another five minutes auntie gail we have one or two questions and then we'll wrap this topic up we are slightly late for the 2 30 headlines
0: hashtag SFM life happens
1: All right, thank you very much for that update. Let's quickly wrap up this conversation. We are speaking about forgiveness. The bulk of of our discussion has been about the individual: how do I learn to forgive? How do you learn to forgive? But perhaps let's broaden it up very quickly in just one answer and talk about um, how we are as a nation, how our psyche is because of the trauma that we've endured as a people. And there's a a very interesting uh, WhatsApp message here. I think it's from Stephen um, Cabela who says, "Does your guests recognize that the imperialists USA in particular do not forgive she's teaching us what Christianity taught us we lost our country and yet we must forgive for those who say you know the missionaries came and taught us how to pray they said close our eyes when we pray when we opened our eyes the land was gone Mm -hmm. now we must suddenly forgive what would you say to us suppose as a nation on the subject of forgiveness
2: well I can speak as a black American and I can say that you know when we talk about losing losing. Um, I'm a child that was misplaced to another country. And as black America, we uh, are still still trying to wake up from the trauma. I think what happens, even from a Christian perspective, um, yes, indeed, some things were um, uh, we were taken advantage of, you know, and and I don't have the solution for um, how do we how do we do it in a way that we still have our dignity. But I do know as black America, we you know, in, in different parts of the country, you know, my mother's from 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 I'm from New York, born and raised. My father was from the south where slavery um, really took us and held us by the throat. One of the things that we've had to have had to learn to do is not, again, ignore nor excuse. I I, I can't say that enough. We're not ignoring or excusing. We are looking and saying, yes, things should have been done differently. They should have been done better. But now that I'm sitting and we're not talking about all of a sudden forgive. That's Mm -hmm. not what we're talking about. But I have to get to a place. Am I going to live or am I going to die? Am I going to live emotionally in light and in in the ability to say I can't do anything about what has passed, but I can be very much alert and very much awake and not do what has been done. That's very important. Not do what's been done. And so forgiveness is not a a a a check of um a, a free meal. It's not. It's not about the other person it's about myself and Mm -hmm. if I choose to hold on to grudge grudges and they're appropriate it's appropriate to talk about what was done from a colonial space it's appropriate but then I I personally Gail has to get to a place to say but what am I gonna do about being a change agent now Mm -hmm. at this point what can I do to make things better
1: Oh, my goodness. Auntie Gail, so much to go through. Always so little time. Thank you very much for spending the last few minutes with us. Thank you for having me. Where do we find you? Um, You
2: know, I'm a a 20th century woman, not even 21st. (laughs) (laughs) So it's GailMasando, one word, Mm -hmm, at mm -hmm. gmail.com. And it's been a privilege, and it may be an opportunity to speak about this subject again because I think it's it's deep-seated and um, it does it does it, you know when we talk about it and when we can look at it from the standpoint of self-care mm. I think our response might be a little different
1: it doesn't exonerate the it perpetrator. doesn't
2: exonerate it doesn't excuse it doesn't ignore it's not about them as much as it is about moi.
1: I have thoroughly enjoyed this conversation Thank clinical you, counselor and <laughs> life and recovery coach Gail Masondo. You can reach out to her, find her uh, um, via her email in the, the website and she'll be there to help you find that joy again. Speaking of joy, joy at least one of my favorite, favorite groups in South Africa, the soil reminding us that we must always try and find the joy in life. What can we say? Usual ups and downs.